The following is a fourth-hand production. The date is April 9th, 1865, and the war is coming to a close. Ulysses S. Grant and the soldiers of the North chase Robert E. Lee and his Confederate men to Appomattox Courthouse and surround him. After an initial battle, Lee decides that the fight is hopeless and surrenders his army of Northern Virginia. The Civil War is over. After four years of bloodshed, the North has defeated the South and the fractured nation can begin to heal and rebuild. Oddly, there are reports of a Confederate train filled to the brim with treasure and high-ranking officials escaping in the dead of the night. Six days later, in a theater in Washington, D.C., a disenfranchised actor and Southern sympathizer, John Wilkes Booth, assassinates President Abraham Lincoln. Booth is eventually tracked down to a tobacco farm by federal troops where he is shot and killed. Oddly, his body is never identified by family members. Only one photo is allowed to be taken of the corpse, and it vanishes without a trace. Lincoln is dead, but is Booth? How would he have escaped? How much help did he have? How does this all tie together? The Knights of the Golden Circle, an alleged secret society of Southern sympathizers who were around well before the war began and went underground when it ended. Reputed to boast such infamous members as the notorious outlaw Jesse James and John Wilkes Booth, among others. This secret society with Masonic roots is said to have birthed the Ku Klux Klan and buried a treasure somewhere in the U.S. so valuable that treasure hunters still seek it to this day. Were the Knights of the Golden Circle a well-organized and extraordinarily funded machine with a pro-slavery, racist agenda pushing the U.S. towards a second civil war? Or was it a hapless band of idiots that printed a few flyers and came up with what they thought was a cool name? We'll get to the bottom of it next on Hysteria 51. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This is hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't do all of our research in Nick Cage movies, just most of it. This is Hysteria 51. Recapping, the Knights of the Golden Circle was a southern extremist group operating in the north to subvert Union forces. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your humble host. My name is John Goforth. Alongside is my co-host, Mr. Brent John Voigt Hand. My grandfather told me this story himself. I saw the truth of it in his eyes. Thanks, John. And much like that clip, I like to do a vast majority of my research by speaking to old men and just believing everything they tell me. Which reminds me, did I tell you about that bear that shits wooden nickels in the forest a few miles from here? I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) No, but honestly, that would be an upgrade over the historical accuracy of most Nick Cage movies. (laughs) And wow, he definitely does seem to come up on this show a lot. But either way, old men stories or Nick Cage, it's all better researched than the third wheel of this disaster. I know you are, but what am I? That voice you're hearing is the one and only conspiracy bot. No. Seriously. What am I? (laughs) (laughs) That's a topic for another day, buddy. But a fair question. I don't think we want to get into that right now. Brent built Seabot to do the research for this show, but he spends most of his time drinking and insulting guests. Hosts, too. Seabot, I was meaning to ask you, what were you doing this afternoon? I I saw you on the roof with a bunch of wire hangers and duct tape. Don't worry about it. By the way, is the front door unlocked? Also, where do you keep the ammonia and bleach? Does this have something to do with the unmarked white van that's been sitting across the street for like four freaking days? I was wondering about that. And why does the phone keep ringing and then hanging up? Seabot? Robot. So, we have a guest, huh? He doesn't seem <laughs> doesn't seem all that anxious to... I, th- I don't know if we're going to get to the bottom of that one or not. Yeah. But we do have a guest, John. We do. We have a special guest. And we can say that this time. It's actually, it's not like Joe Pack. Our contest like winner. Contest. Not only did we have a contest winner, we got him on here fast. 
Mr. Ryan Nolan. My mom already said I was talking. <laughs> so Ryan came up with the topic tonight, Knights of the Golden Circle. I, the I topic keep jour. To, I keep wanting to say jour. like Knights of the Round Table, Kentucky Fried Chicken, because KGC, KFC, KGB. I'm all over the place. We're Knights of the Round Table. We dance where we're able. We do routines to call the scenes to put work in big cable. Anything that any any topic that brings on any any reason that we can get Monty Python yeah, exactly. into the show, I'm for. So Ryan, tell us a little about yourself, suitor number one. <laughs> well, <laughs> raised in Georgia, um, weirdly did not find out about the uh, Knights of the Golden Compass until your grandpa died. Oh, you and you went through his shit. <laughs> 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 Bullshit! We've got a southerner on our hands, grandpa. Well, Grandpa must have really liked dressing as a ghost. <laughs> he had some hoods in here, and it was real weird. No, I just didn't find... I never found out about it while living down there, and I was uh, from right around Stone Mountain, which is where the Ku Klux Klan's from. Um, so you'd think I would have heard of it. That's a that's a you know a resume builder right there. I'm from the home of the Ku Klux Klan. I speak One. three languages, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm proficient in Excel. So I've never been to Stone Mountain, but I have been to Chester. A mountain stoned? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no, I have done that. <laughs> uh, I've never been to Stone Mountain, but I've been to Chester, Illinois, which claims to be the the home of Popeye. I don't know if it's or, true or the guy not, who created Popeye or the, some yeah, shit like whatever, that. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and, love that restaurant. And that <laughs> <laughs> love that chicken from... <laughs> who says I'm not a master of voices? That's uh, Wow, that was re- really, really good. I know. Um, but you know they've got a big statue. You know the sign says you know home of it. So my question is, when you get to the city limits, does it say you know welcome to Stone Mountain, home of the Ku Klux Klan? Not quite, but there is a large literal Stone Mountain with the uh, kind of Mount Rushmore buffs of um, Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, and um, the uh, president Jefferson Davis. It's okay that you didn't rattle those off immediately. Like you had to think about those. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I think I would have been worried if you had quickly <laughs> rattled them. Off. And then like kisses his fingers and points them at the sky. The sound shall rise again. <laughs> so yeah, so, I did notice you said President Jefferson Davis. <laughs> I think I said Confederate president, and if I didn't, I meant their their president. <laughs> their pre- not my president. <laughs> Grab him by the. <laughs> like segregated vagina Grab is that what they chains yeah, yeah exactly we've uh, we're being too political again Brian. Oh, man. i tell you so yeah we we had our contest of all the topics he brought up the the knights of the golden circle which we i had never heard of and then i thought Lord to myself I. yeah i had I, i've seen a nick cage movie i just didn't put two and two together correct now question uh i haven't seen it yet the new kingsman movie Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I'm only assuming it's exactly about this. I, I as I as think. am I, and it's up to the Brits to comes in co- yeah. to uh, come in and save us, right? Yeah, that's well, it, probably there, there's it. an American save aspect me from to myself. It, right? Isn't um, I don't know. Yeah, they they they're the Kingsmen and the Statesmen. The Statesmen are you yeah, know right, right, right. Mm-hmm. With uh, the guy from Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Thank you. We actually knew Ice that. Cube, actually. We just wanted to see how fast you would rattle that off. That was your pop cru- culture test for the day. I just figured you had a crush on him. More like Channing Tate Yum. <laughs> Channing Tate Yum. Mm. Oh, he can dance. That's my that's my voice. Uh, so uh, Magic Mike, you've seen it. <laughs> never to the end. You know that's a that's a. <laughs> you never make it all the way. No, who's the comedian? Now? I only watch it for McConaughey. Louis C.K. is like I watch Magic Mike, but I've never watched it all the way to the end. They're like, why? He goes, because I know what the ending is. Uh, I'm gay. <laughs> I think is <laughs> what happens when I get to the end of that movie. I it turns out that I'm actually a homosexual because they are pretty pretty men. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado. Uh, let's get into the story. Knights of the Golden Circle. <laughs> Only this show can we start with a Confederate sympathizing group and end with Magic Mike. <laughs> I think they would be okay with Magic Mike. <laughs> I I don't. I don't. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm I'm. You know, maybe you know if you are a blatant racist. Call in 773-669-7277. Let us know your thoughts on Magic Mike. We'll think about playing it. Also, send us your address (laughs) and email, and we'll like kind of let everybody kind of get back to you on that. If you don't mind. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's the best way. Moving on. Brings a whole new meaning to Stonewall Jackson. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I don't. don't. We're just going to stone. Mama Mama Love love a Dope Dope. 
he's getting his butt and his pictures are crossed there, I think. <laughs> so what do we know about the Knights of the Golden Circle? Well, they were a secret society of Southern sympathizers. And if you think that's hard to say, it is. So we're going to start here with things that, we, that we're pretty sure are true. Yeah, this is one of those things. There is things that are true, things that maybe not be true, things, things that Nicolas re- Cage said. Things we really want to be true yeah. because it just makes it that much more fun. And then just potpourri that John made up sort of fill in the holes in the story. <laughs> so see if you can figure those out. Uh, and then he turned to the guy and said, no, no. But then I gave the outline to conspiracy bot <laughs> and he was on his third bottle of your rum. <laughs> so I, I really don't know where the rest of this goes. I'll ask you to not church this up. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. So formed out of the burgeoning Southern rights club formed by the Southern Democrats pre-civil war. They named themselves for their plan to create a golden circle of slave-keeping territory. So they just had, just encircle yourself with the things that you want most, slaves. That's Turns out they were also into golden showers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure if that's true or not, but we'll say so. Yeah. I don't think this this is a group of people that were worried about casting aspersions exactly. against. It's like last week, we're like, I'm not sure if all nazis were pedophiles but i don't really think anyone's going to call us out on that (laughs) well listen i'm a nazi and i can tell you what i am not a pedophile i do not like little boys since when do nazis speak with southern accents go well have you been paying attention for the last couple of yeah i was just gonna say um do you have a television and if so is it on no keep it off it's fine I was just going to do it with a German accent next. I just couldn't remember how I started <laughs> it. Fun. Um, I will have you know. No, that is not German. Uh, so, yeah, they, the secret society was born in 1854 when George W.L. Bickley decided to gather men to an extended version of the Southern cause. An extended version because because Civil War era South wasn't, you know, fundamentally evil enough for him like we need to we need to really stick it to the man it's the antebellum there yeah. weren't there weren't enough states where you could have slaves exactly we need more land to have slaves on well i mean he organized the first castle or local branch in cincinnati you know which isn't really known for that's uh, slavery as much as you think it's, is, is it's more more it's chili yeah exactly and that's in 1854 and he wanted to launch did mili- they have skyline chili in 1854 obviously I mean, People that ate it still have the shits from that stuff. It's <laughs> disgusting. You have to skim it three times just to get up. Oh, I hate Skyline Chili. I'm probably alienating people, but I am not a fan. Have you had C- it? Cincinnati call in. Of course I've had it. Uh, uh, Philip Savaggio, one of our former guests, his girlfriend. There's cinnamon in it. His girlfriend and one time roommate of mine, Lauren, loved Skyline Chili. And she would uh, she bought it. And I'm like, oh, you know, fucking chili. How can you mess that up? You can mess up chili, it turns out. You can. <laughs> I'm. I'm a fat guy. I don't. You don't think that I would be that. Side note. You know, I, I'm. I'm. My chili. I'm, I like lots of different types of chili. My big thing about chili, I don't like beans. Well, normal chili. You either have chili or chili with beans. I like. I don't mind the ch- chili and beans. I, I don't mind don't it want, without them. I just don't want beans in my chili. Well, now we know. So anyone got, who's going to be making gonna take chili back for all me. your damn Christmas gifts now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so back to this George W.L. Bickley cat. He wanted to launch military attacks on parts of Mexico, Cuba, and the West Indies, because they sound like fun places to attack in the 1800s, from his perched (laughs) area of Cincinnati. So those are the areas that he and the rest of the Knights of the Golden Circle wanted to just fucking attack. They planned to attack. They they just wanted to annex them. And if people got in his way, they were going to attack them um, because that would form the circle. Well, yeah, a literal Jill geographical circle around them hence the name right. it's not just a clever name it's also descriptive like the shitty beetles <laughs> and and geometric Ge- that man you're just you're you're throwing them out john on it like a bonnet <laughs> and that and that Stop was it. that that was time period specific because <laughs> women wore bonnets oh, i know i yeah, know thank you Great job. (laughs) They wanted to create a slave empire. This region produced all of the world's supply of tobacco, cotton, and sugar, as well as a lot of its rice and coffee. And so the closest they came to carrying out these plans was a small, unsuccessful attack on Mexico. However, rumor has it that they gathered all the weapons and funds they needed to wage war and that treasure still exists somewhere today. But more on that later. Doesn't this kind of sound like... uh a foiled, like a really bad plot of Doctor Evil. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> yeah, 
like one million yeah. bullets. Uh, <laughs> sir, we're going to need more than that. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to take over Mexico and Cuba and the West Indies. Like, go ahead. Take them. Okay. Yeah, like, like at that time, what is it? Like, you're going to like hold the spice trade and like, what were they growing down there? Marijuana in, in Mexico at that time? <laughs> And, and, and how are you going to do it? Well, I've got these 50 guys, and, we, and we're going to run down. Well, first, we'll run down to Mexico. How'd that go? Well, not so good. <laughs> well, Bubba over there, he's got a couple neighbors that are really sympathetic to our cause, and they got a couple of guns. Everyone's got um, a cousin. Well, Bring them on out. Wait, is that your, is that your cousin or your spouse? Yes. yes. Like I well said, done. Brother Daddy says that um, it was worth mentioning that these people refer to the KGC as an offshoot of the Freemasons. Or reference some of the ties therein. So once again, these these secret societies don't fall far from the tree, I guess. A lot of inbreeding in there, too. There's no proof of that, though. <laughs> I, I got to say that. There's no proof that they were Freemasons. Well, it's just what, alluded to. Here's, well, what do, here's what does seem to be true. There, there was a key figure in the KGC. His name was Brigadier General Albert Pike. He had a loose tie to Freemasonry slash the Scottish Scottish Rite Masonry, and basically he stole a bunch of their stuff. Their you know their handshakes and you know little speeches they had to give to one another to make it into the room, um, and and that and then he brought it to the KGC and they you know they switched the handshakes around a little bit to kind of sound cool and make it seem like a a cool secret organization. They had a secret handshake. Do we need a secret handshake? How does that work? Well, you got pinchers, so I don't think it's going to work very well. Yeah, it would have to be a very simple handshake. It was fist bump. <laughs> Pinch bump? Yeah. I'm in. It's bound right. to hurt less. <laughs> so in 1858, future Confederate States Army Brigadier General Elkanah Greer, I believe is how you pronounce this cat's name, established KGC castles in East Texas and Louisiana. Boy, that's one of those names that didn't get hip again. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also, those you are know, where... You always read those lists about, you know, baby names that used to be cool. Oh, no, I know a bunch of guys named Greer. <laughs> uh, and and my cousin brigadier general so yeah i didn't i didn't know where you're going with that john really, really. Hmm, let's let's see if all these all these old names that used to be cool elkana no no that's not it but at least he, he set these castles up in, in east texas and louisiana the place is kind of that you'd think at that time yeah okay confederate sympathizers and shit and by 1860 greer had become grand commander of 4,000 military knights in the KGC's Texas Division of 21 Castles. So, you know, at its strongest, the the Knights of the Golden Circle did have a f- decent foothold in Texas. That's that's kind of documented. Which is, Beyond- again, exactly where you'd expect a giant fuck stain of a of a, of a evil organization at that time. Texas be. call in. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Austin has something to say about that. <laughs> the The... Hell yes! <laughs> you know, this thing was so huge, it was, you know, bigger than a Walmart. <laughs> it is a big state. But the, the thing is, uh, if you read if you read beyond what we know for, for certain, you know, people say that, you know, they had, their, they had their claws all around the entire country. But what seems to be more true is they, they really just kind of had that foothold in Texas. So the Texas KGC supported president of the United States, James Buchanan's policy of and draft treaty for protecting routes for U.S. commerce across Mexico, which failed to be approved by the U.S. Senate, meaning anything they, they, they would get us into Mexico. Exactly. They were for they're, they're Let's get the fuck in there. Although. A unionist, United States Senator Sam Houston, introduced a resolution. Does that name sound familiar <laughs> in Texas? In the U.S. Senate in 1858 for the United States to declare and maintain an efficient protectorate over the states of Mexico, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Guatemala, Honduras, and San Salvador. This measure. Why did San Salvador get to flourish, but the rest of them didn't? Because um, I was reading it, and that's what I chose, John. Oh, I think you did it poorly. Nicaragua. This plane is going to Nicaragua. Oh, it's it's from Malaysia. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) So this measure, which supported the goal of the KGC, also failed to be adopted. They're they're striking out a lot. Yeah, in short, we still had majorities that were like, let's not do this crazy shit. And and the other thing is, they're going about it at least democratically right now. They they tried one, you know, strong arm. It didn't work. And so they're like, well, let's see if we can get it passed. 
Not so much. Well, democratically within the U.S., they let's just expand slave states by taking a bunch of Mexico. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's okay that we both win. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that manifest destiny though? Like, well, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, no yeah, it's just taking manifest destiny instead of all right. We got east or we got west. Let's go south. That that seems good. They got a lot of good farmland. Down Lots there. of ways to make a circle. We'll just. Oh just, boy. <laughs> So, in short, at first they tried to expand the slave state by expanding. Why do you both seem so okay with this? That's we're, <laughs> I'm not okay with it. No, I just, we're not okay at all. We're telling the story. Yeah. In short, at first they tried to expand the slave state by expanding the U.S. Like you said, go take more of Mexico. And when Lincoln was elected, they realized that plan was going to work. And they began to support the southern state's succession. Yeah. That makes a little bit more sense at that time. Like, well, you know what? If you can't, if you can't. Beat them, leave them. Not join them, leave them. Right? If you can't beat them, leave them. <laughs> that's that's wasn't at that which point that's, you'll have to beat your them. policy we were, first marriage. I, we were both going to say it. I allowed you to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on my first marriage. Uh, Producer Lisa, what do you have to say about that? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Throughout the war, various members of the Confederacy were strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for members of the KGC. And in late 1863, the KGC reorganizes the Order of American Knights. And in 1864, so they decided they had a they had a branding problem. Yeah. And then in 1864, it becomes the Order of the Sons of Liberty. Very. It's it's really ironic that they became the Order of the Sons of Liberty when you consider that the actual Sons of Liberty was a secret society society early in the uh, like when the thirteen, 13 colonies, colonies were yeah. around to fight you know underrepresentation, but <laughs> in the in the uh, British government under over taxation. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say the Order of the Sons of Liberty versus the Daughters of Liberty, like just one hundred percent. Completely different yeah. ideals. Not not people, exactly the same. Philosophies. Everything was just everything <laughs> was just kind of messed up and just went off into left field at that point. Which I mean, it, it's a fucked up time. But you're right. Like maybe that was on purpose. Maybe they are like the order of the sons of liberty. Like we're the real sons of liberty in their mind. Well, no matter it what, had to have been an on purpose. No matter who you politically support. Like if you look at like the names of the super PACs that mm-hmm. are supporting either side, they're all like. America for freedom or yeah. America for prosperity or uh, puppies, kittens, and that. Yeah. 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 Everything is, it's, it's all puppies, you know, kittens, and rainbows. Puppy, kittens, and rainbows. Yeah. It's never going to be like, fuck them and fuck them all and tax them. Well, no, I, that might not work. I mean, we can, we can swing at it, but. Alternative facts. Yeah. <laughs> and from there, the Knights of the Golden Circle fade into history as nothing more than a passing phase of pro slavery sympathizers. Or did they, John? After the break, we examine the possibility that this group just took their money and went underground, orchestrating assassinations, undermining the government, and awaiting the perfect time to launch the second civil war. Ooh, all that coming up on Hysteria 51. Man, what a lot of negativity in this first half, John. Yeah. Hola, David and me, I'm O'Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and Mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And 
I don't know if you know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for Larry. Limited time. His Air Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Welcome back, Hysteria Nation. My name is Ryan Nolan. We no, are here. no, 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 Dude. no, 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 no. You win a contest, you don't just take over the show. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, don't I, I get some perks? Conspiracy vibe didn't shock him. <laughs> well, uh, should I be worried about that? You got two pinchers. Oh, sh- oh, oh, with electric. <laughs> sorry. I didn't follow what you're going to. There. Well, he did bring Ew. you a cocktail over the break. Yeah, drink up. I wonder why he called you Neapolitan. Now I get it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the picture to it? Um, oh. Never mind. So when we last left off, oh, intrepid listener, we were talking about the Civil War or the end of it, which kind of brings up Lincoln. You can't really talk about the Civil War without Abraham Lincoln. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Uh, I think John is because we come from his, his uh, not where he was born, but where he spent most of his time. Good old Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, the land of Lincoln. Uh, it gets its name honest, right? It, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, he was the rail splitter. Yeah, that's right. Which, if you're really, really want to do it, you can go to Salisbury, Illinois, and see like, where the, the stake wh- comes from. The horrible fucking place that he lived in, because it was right by the water. Fuck Springfield. At first, he said this is going to be the big mecca, <laughs> and now it's like. Was it Salisbury? Is that or is it uh, New Salem outside of Salisbury? That's what I'm trying to go. I just liked my joke about Salisbury steak. I mm. and just let you let you go. New Salem mm. has something like there's some witch trials in there. I mm. that that's old Salem. <laughs> <laughs> this one we're going to do it better. We'll actually find the witches this time. <laughs> Drown See, everyone. This is what happens when contest winners bring us back from break. <laughs> you see what you did. <laughs> I'm happy with it. I think we're doing great. So, Brent, the Civil War ended April 9th, 1865. And six days later, I don't know if people realize this. People, everyone knows that it ended. And at some point, Lincoln got assassinated. That was it was literally within the week. 
that Lincoln uh, was shot by John Wilkes. Six Peter. days, that checks out. Your math's good. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Assuming you remember your eighth grade history, you know the story. Wilkes was a pretty famous actor at the time and a Southern sympathizer. And the official story is that he, along with the help of a few others, had originally intended to kidnap Lincoln, but at some point came to the conclusion that the only way to right the wrong, that is the end of the Civil War. Just let that sink in. The only way to right the wrong that is the end of the Civil War and slavery in their eyes was to kill Lincoln. He and his cohorts also decided to kill the vice president and secretary of the state at the same time. Unfortunately for them, fortunately for the rest of the fucking planet, only Booth succeeds. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously uh, we wish that nobody had succeeded, but... Well, fucking a come on <laughs> yeah but yeah they were obviously trying to disrupt the entire government yeah well yeah. and as and you do so lincoln's watching the play our american cousin at ford theater booth sneaks up into oh, the president's fuck, this box place sucks someone shoot me if, 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 uh, <laughs> he was a, booth was actually a really prominent actor back then he actually got his mail at ford theater what's funny is Lincoln might have turned around and been like, "Fuck, oh, that's John Wilkes Booth." Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. it'd, be like, it'd be like turning around and go, "Kevin Costner." Oh hey. shit! Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not calling Kevin Costner a presidential assassin. Uh, I am the record. At least I saw Kevin Costner's boat in Santa Barbara this this last week. Fun fun times. <laughs> Do you have a sniper rifle out? <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, Kevin Costner. <laughs> Actually, he's he has a boat was he like getting ready for Waterworld? yeah no shit right <laughs> that shit's real man <laughs> he still believes it um, so yeah like you said he gets his mail there like it's nothing for him to be walking around the theater so he sneaks up into the yeah. box and he shoots him in the back of the head after a brief str- after a brief struggle with somebody else he he jumps down a story onto the stage reportedly breaking his leg he yells some nonsense uh, accounts differ as to what he said some say he said six semper tyrannis uh which means thus always to tyrants uh some other people say he said the south is avenged don't we have a don't we have a clip from uh from the documentary that Nick Cage put together on what was said. And Latin? Well, Booth was a student of Latin. He shouted, Seek Semper Tyrannis after he shot Lincoln. Thus always Thus always tyrants. the tyrants, we know. I actually found a clip. It wasn't any of those things. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. You're saying Nick Cage actually killed Lincoln or he was John Wilkes Booth? I'm not following. Well, what are you saying? I'm not not saying that. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you see why we don't let him talk that much, right? Yeah. This- now I'm scared he's going to pin me for something. I have been thinking about pinning you, but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. What? I like to wrestle. That's not that. And so, Wilkes yells something. We assume may or may not have broken his leg, and then he escapes by horseback. Lives on the lamb for a few days, but ultimately is found hiding out in a tobacco farm with another conspirator where he's shot and killed. The end. End of story. Right, John? That's it. That's, that's, that, that's absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not John. Or was he? That's OK. I mean, anyone can. It's not hard to fill his shoes. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Ask his wife. She'll. Anyone can fill in. That's where the traditional oh. story ends. <laughs> but now let's paint. An alternative picture for you, one that was brought to our eyes by Mr. Ryan. So it's December nine eight. Why do I keep saying nineteen? Eighteen fifty nine. It was a lot more recent than you think, actually. <laughs> Still two years away from the Civil War, and popular actor John Wilkes Booth is so passionate about Sit the cause of slavery that he joins the Richmond Grays, a volunteer militia of fifteen hundred men traveling to Charlestown to guard against the rescue of John Brown, an abolitionist leader. Who is due to be hung? He wanted humans to be bought and sold so bad that he puts his own life on the line to protect that for other people. Can we? That is the definition of fucking mental illness. Can we talk about the Richmond Grays? That sounds like a 1959, uh, like leather helmets football team, or or an abduction story. The Richmond Gray. Though I have to say, if you were playing football in 1959 and still wearing leather helmets, you probably have some some brain injuries. If you're playing football in 2017, period, (laughs) you probably have some brain uh, some brain injuries. Ooh, hot take. Ooh, hot hot, take. Hot topic there. That's a hot topic. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll I'll stick to I'll stick to uh, historical. Keep, question keep of, making your jokes about slavery and shit. Keep that football out of this. Yeah. <laughs> so his passion for the cause, as we're saying, is is noted. 
And he's recruited into the Knights of the Golden Circle. And as the Civil War commences, he outwardly continues acting. His, his passion for chili is also noted. Yes, exactly. That's what I. That's would, that's why he was in Cincinnati at the time. Thing. Right, right. Like, you know what? You need more of this because it's delicious and slavery. Lots of slavery. You know, I don't like the guy, but he's got a point. Skyline chili and slavery. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not saying anything. We're just kind of making the connection. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying it. You know what I mean? You smell what I'm stepping in? You do the research and get back to us. Oh, God. So the war commenced. Like I said, he outwardly continues acting and living a somewhat normal life. But secretly, he's working with the Knights to disrupt the North seat of power. Which actually, that's not so. I mean, that's kind of true. Obviously, he fucking he killed the president. So that seems not, a little disruptive. Yeah, exactly. That's not a far fetch yet. So as the war comes to close, it's determined something drastic must be done, and plans of kidnapping Lincoln are abandoned because it's determined by the Knights of the Golden Circle that the only thing to be done: take out Lincoln and his leadership, kill him. That's it. So Booth is chosen because the status of an actor. He can just fucking walk right in there and be like, oh, hello, hello, he, hey, oh, hello. He, he, I mean, he has unfettered access to lots of theaters. Yeah. And, and at every, that time, like, it wasn't like today where they've got bodyguards on bodyguards. Right. And, and, and the president is known to go to plays. Yeah. So it chances are the opportunity is going to present itself. Yeah. yeah. One of the bits of research I had read was that he was trying to invite uh, Andrew Johnson, trying to invite Grant, trying to invite just anybody he could find to go to this damn play with him. And eventually he just said, screw it. I'm going me and Mrs. Lincoln and I guess one bodyguard or something Mary, like Mary that. Todd, Mary Todd, Mary Todd. <laughs> and screw it. I'm going like he really wanted to go see my American cousin for whatever reason. Man, it was the comedy of its time, sir. Mm, uh, t- that was the say. reason. So what's the plan, John? The plan is to assassinate the entire executive branch, uh, causing such a disruption in the government that the rebels could reform quickly and start the war back. Up. What they needed was Valiant Thor to come in and just mind meld with everyone and just get them all there. But Valiant Thor was a peaceful man. Well, or that's Venusian. Venusian. Those purple bastards. I don't think he would have done well in the South at that time, so we probably shouldn't bring him up. They would not have enjoyed yeah. the leotard. Well, Booth delivered. We can say that much on his part of the plan. He kills the president. He escapes with the well-executed help of the Knights of the Golden Circle, many think. And the federal troops do surround a tobacco farm in Virginia and shot a man. But! Au contraire. But, Brent... Who did they shoot? A lookalike. Not him. A lookalike. The man they shot in, in that barn was a Mr. James Boyd, a former Confederate agent working for the War Department. He bore a passing resemblance to Booth, aside from his red hair and mustache. <laughs> aside from that. Every picture's black and white. It's fine. It won't even show. It won't even show. Booth's hair was jet black, but he had shaved off his mustache at the home of Dr. Samuel Mudd shortly before escaping from Washington. Yeah, and not a single friend of Booth was called to the inquest to identify the body. And a Washington doctor named John May had removed a tumor from Booth's neck several months prior to the Lincoln assassination, and he was summoned to view the corpse. And when the blanket covering the body was removed, May stated, there was no no resemblance in that corpse to Booth, nor can I believe it to be him. May later change his statement to conform with the official proclamation that Booth had been captured and killed because it's a lot easier to go along with that than go, oh, he's, he's, he's free. Well, we Swipe see, it under the table. Well, we see all the people today that are saying, well, no, we never actually went to space or we never or we visited aliens in space That's or one way or the thing. other. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly it's like, oh, no, no, you're right. I, I, I screwed up. Um, we, we know we didn't go to space. So those of us that are woke know that, hashtag. <laughs> that John Wilkes Booth in reality was taken to Texas immediately after the assassination where he lived and worked for many years under the alias John St. Helen. And we all know John St. Helen was the porn name that he went by because he never left acting. He just switched to porn, which at that time they just sketched it. It was nowhere near as good as the porn. And did such a good job at it. At it. He later had a mountain named after That's him. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I want to have a joke there, but I'm just enjoying this. Eruptions. So much. 
there's too many just collided in my brain. Something about pitching a tent. Uh, so Mr. John St. Helen died in Texas in 1903. But some even say that he was killed by a not dead for 50 years already, Jesse James, <laughs> who was also supposedly a, a knight of the Golden Circle. Well, uh, thank you, rabbit hole diggers, who found all that for us, because it just makes sense. I and mean, it I mean, all comes full we, circle. And we could even go further down that. Well, they were at a Thule Society meeting, <laughs> that, and what had happened was Booth and and James at the time, going by different names, were arguing over who was going to command the first ship that would sail through Antarctica into the tunnels that led to the uh, the Aryans in there. And I'll be damned if Jesse James was was going to let some bastard. It just makes sense. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's exactly it. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Pedophiles. Now we've we've come full circle. <laughs> we've but on a like on a more serious or realistic or on a something note, um, <laughs> like Jesse James had already been known to fake his death. He had already done it at least once that I know of. That's that that's the problem. Is at these times, people would go, "I killed him. Here he is." Yeah, and if no one was around that could really identify him, they would look at that sketchy sketch. That's funny, <laughs> and go, "Well, it looks like him." So yeah, we're gonna say he's dead. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Uh, so you get the bounty. And he's no longer wanted by anybody, so uh, go and start robbing train cars again. <laughs> so there's some things to pull apart there. Um, the Jesse James thing we didn't hit on hard because they actually did exhume the remains of Jesse James a few years back and, and did and DNA oh. tested it, mm -hmm. and it turned out to be Jesse James. Okay, uh, so, or, or within ninety nine percent they said. And and, and unfortunately, so that time Jeff Mudge goes, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> now hmm. Jeff Mudge goes. Guess I'll quit that whole book on <laughs> <laughs> my uncle Jesse. <laughs> oh. But either way, you're telling me there's a chance that it wasn't. So let's just go on that. Uh, well, one tenth of one percent. And the the better the, the, part. The, of the other it. thing. That, the other thing to unpack there mm -hmm. is there is a large conspiracy out there, unrelated. And untied to the Knights of the Golden Circle about whether Booth actually died that day, well, about whether he was killed, whether he did escape. Um, the the Knights of the Golden Circle tied into that for their uh, that that this conspiracy, the believers of the Knights of the Golden Circle conspiracy tied into that. But there's also a completely separate mythology and lore behind just whether Booth died that day without the help of the Knights of the Golden Circle. And mm -hmm. it doesn't stop there. Because after they say that he became John St. Helen and he died, there's reports that the mummy of John St. Helen toured the country as part of a carnival and sideshow for the next 50 years until it vanished one day. I can't catch a break. Or vanished, did he? Or, vanished or just disintegrated? Yeah, well, the he, curator said there were too many gnats on this thing. <laughs> we, we can't keep doing this. Now he walked away, walked out. You know, because he wasn't dead. He was 163. He was spry. The big problem with virtually all of this. Would you want to say the vast majority? The vast majority of pretty much everything we've talked about since break. It comes from websites, you know, with like Angel Fire in the web address. <laughs> uh, or, or Conspiracy or, Archive. Conspiracy Archive. Yeah. Not not much of this is on, on Wikipedia or your, more, or your local Encyclopedia Britannica. I've seen more clip art used on modern websites looking at this up that i have in years <laughs> and they're all cited they're all citing each other too it's yeah, like and well, at the bottom is first proud it's proud member of the conspiracy archive <laughs> like <laughs> like you can click and there's a list but that list is no longer there unfortunately because they didn't pay their nickel for the last five 404 years. page <laughs> not found damn it but uh, but it was important it's important to note there's there there are you could go a lot more in depth into just well, the booth thing not not tied to yes. the Knights of the Golden Circle. That's probably an, an episode which we might do mm -hmm. in the future. In and and is worth looking at by itself. But right. the other thing that's looking that we need to look at this because there's a lot of thought that this was true is the treasure. According to legend, maybe or maybe not, maybe or maybe not if it's a legend or if it's true, sometime around the end of the Civil War, a mysterious train absconded from Richmond, Virginia with high-ranking members of the Confederacy, which also happened to be in the KGC, and an obscene amount of gold bullion, ammunition, weapons, everything in tow, in short, treasure. You know, that really is a nice collection. 
Must have taken a long time to hunt down all that history. Sounds just like the, <laughs> the Nazi gold train, man. Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. And by the time the North arrived and Jefferson Davis is captured, the train and the treasure, it's gone. All of it. What happened next is what's really up for debate on this. We aren't talking about the debate as to whether the treasure actually existed. For the sake of argument, let's just say it did on this. The debate is what happened to the treasure. And some say the train was robbed and it sort of just disappeared into the ether as treasures one to do when it gets robbed. Others say the remain. I like to think it all went to prostitutes and whores because they were the hardworking people of the, you know, the West. That's that a great time. way to like clean your money too. Like they're not taking receipts. <laughs> Give it they're to just, whores. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what, yeah. What'd you do with out. all your money? I spent it all on dirty women and booze and then I wasted then the Then I just wasted it all the rest <laughs> of it. So others say the remaining members of the Knights of the Golden Circle divided up and went on their merry way knowing the battle was lost. Well, we're horrible, horrible racists, but we'll just go about our business. Here, have a few hundred million yeah, dollars. Yeah, we've got lots of money to do it with. But the most prevalent theory story, or at least the one written about the most, is that the treasure is still out there. That's the one everyone wants to believe. That's why it's written about yeah, the most. The, the, yeah. the KGC pulled some Knights Templar shit and hit it deep in the heart of the country. <laughs> country. No, oh, not oh, that okay. butthole. Leaving only archaic symbols and clues to lead to its whereabouts. I'll call Nick Cage. We are on speaking terms again. He apologized. You literally just accused him of presidential assassination. Yeah, it's cool. He don't mind. <laughs> I think he does. Why don't you leave the phone down, buddy? <laughs> Doing so in hopes that the KGC courts would use their nerd club logic to dig it up one day and start Civil War II. Not World War II. Civil War Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> the um, only, the only two worth speaking of, or Enter Thunderdome, or <laughs> just there's a there's a whole list of names we could give the Second Civil War, <laughs> but Civil War Thunderdome. But um, what if, what if the uh, the treasure that they found is what's at the bottom of Oak Island? Oh shit! You know what? That I don't think like, I've ever heard them say about that. What if it's dirty Confederate gold? Like there's Masonic symbols around mm -hmm. Oak Island. There's Masonic stuff that came through the founding of the KGC yeah. through um not Edward James almost, but the other guy. Um I'm forgetting his name. General uh Brigadier General Albert Pike. Like there's it, it's it's at least a little bit tying together, and this is the one place that we like the the uh this is the center of all of the activity about any treasure, any um, any Masonic, any Masonic symbols, anything that has to do with any like big conspiracy uh, in America. I'll, I'll tell you the biggest problem with your theory: Canadians don't suffer racists. Hello, MMC Canadian stereotype. I'm about to get started, so let me get off the ice. But I don't want any trouble, and I am always polite. Now let's hop on my snowmobile, and I will tell you what I like. So it would be the last place anybody would look. The thing is, I'm going to tell you this. Ooh. Two things. Number one, you're right. All, the, all the, the symbols and all that shit that's around Oak Island makes you think that someone in the know hid something there. Whether it's still there or not, that place is, a, is cool. And number two... <laughs> They haven't, the new season and shit hasn't come out, but people have their eyes on Oak Island. They have brought in heavy duty digging machinery and are dredging and digging the fuck out of. So they either, number one, think they found something or number two, the network said, you know what? You need to put up or shut up. And they're like, fine, we'll do it. We'll do it. And they're just going to fucking dig the shit out of it. They are actively digging like they should have been doing for five years well now in all honesty the, the real challenge with that is all of the things that they've found that they've carbon they get the coins and the 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 uh coconut fibers and everything everything they've dated that's all back from like the 1700s and 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 from before that fair enough okay okay so new theory the iron side that is seen leaving um Michael? The Eastern Bay. Michael Ironside? No, the Ironside. The best Ironside. <laughs> from the beginning of the Matthew McConaughey flick, Sahara. Oh. That was carrying Confederate gold. Oh, you're the one. <laughs> that watched it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, lo I, I, lo I love that movie. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> the, no. There's a lot of theories around this. The, the, the creme de la creme, the, what everyone wants to talk about is this Bob Brewer. Now, Bob's an ex-Navy man. Who the best proof of the treasure, you mean. Treasure, yeah. 
An ex-Navy man who believed his grandpappy was a sentinel for the KGC. And his belief of this wasn't based in more than conjecture and of a few old family stories. But what is interesting are all the old weird symbols on and near his land in Arkansas. Now, that is an appropriate drop-in. <laughs> we, are, we are fucking pissing off a lot of states here, because none of them are as perfect as Illinois that we live in, which is shedding people by the thousands every year. Pay no attention to the budget seat yeah. sheet. <laughs> our, our federal prisons are full, but that's because they're full of our governors, so. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. So using those those symbols and some intense treasure hunting, he actually did wind up finding a canning jar filled with gold and silver coins from the 1800s. And in the forest about 10 miles from his home is, is where all this is found. And he says until he's unearthed about $200,000 worth of old 1800s gold and silver coins. And this is documented. He's He's found this shit. The story goes on and on and on about how he found it. All the different symbols, all I mean, he is on treasure hunter hunt. He will tell you all you want to know. In fact, there's an entire book about it. If you want to learn more, Brewer's Life is detailed in a book called uh, Shadow of the Sentinel, One Man's Quest to Find Hidden Treasure of the Confederacy. It's a book he wrote with uh, Warren Gettler, a former Wall Street Journal reporter. These guys are trained mercenaries as well as being black market antiquities dealers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what he was. So all that said... He found some treasure and good for him, right? I mean, yay. But obviously, he didn't find the main Knights of the Golden Circle treasure. If it exists, it's still out there. 200,000, that's not a lot compared to what they were dealing with, was supposedly gold and ammunition and rifles. Gold? Gold? What do you, I mean, what do you guys think? What What was the draw for this other than your, your racist background? Ryan. Yeah, other than um <laughs> other than spending thirteen years in Georgia. <laughs> wasn't my choice. Well other than spending thirteen years in Georgia growing up, um I just thought it was such a, an interesting um conspiracy because it seemed like there was enough evidence to show that this kind of this secret organization existed and that this secret organization at least gained a little bit of power and had a little bit of influence in the way that a lot of other conspiracies in my mind don't quite show. Um, so that was something that when I recommended it or yeah, when I, I posted it, it's one of those things where it's like the, the, this existed in one form or another. Yeah. The problem is, or the thing you got to decide is, was it really this, they, they stole all this, they did all this and they had their hands in anything, or was it one of those fake it till you make it and tell a lot of stories and they never really made it. But those stories still persisted. And then these guys who had delusions of grandeur and lost the war then told their families, well, I was a part of something bigger. And let me tell you. Yeah, it's real easy to say, oh, yeah, you know that uh, that union payroll train that went missing the other week? Yeah, that was us. Yeah, we did. Like, I mean, it's not like some outlaw is going to come out and say, hey, I did that. And, you know, suddenly have the the uh, movie clip where just a billion guns are pointed at yeah. him to arrest him. Like. <laughs> it's it's real easy to fake a lot of this saying, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, that was totally me. We're totally going to do a civil war, too. It's fine. Just just, you know, just just hold on a little bit and it'll be OK for us. Every time we say civil war, too, I just hope we're talking about Marvel. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, what do you think? I mean, I, I, as far as I was, I was saying is going along with him. I don't know. And until they find a train that's been hidden. I don't think we'll ever know because stories grow. Where where are you at on this? Obviously, the Knights of the Golden Circle existed. Uh, Mm -hmm. They they existed pre-Civil War. I think it's kind of in the realm of any given political party. The political party is, you know, Southern racists uh, that wanted to eventually secede. They they wanted slavery to exist. That was that was their point. Okay, and uh, they went they went about it a few different ways. They were they were on the extreme end. Hey, let's let's. Let's go get more of Mexico so we can have more slavery. Uh, when they finally figured out, when Lincoln got uh, elected, they figured out that wasn't going to happen. All right, fine. We'll just join with the rest of the southern states and get and 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 secede from the union. And I think at that point, uh, the organization just melted into the rest of it. Just became the the south. The south. Yeah, right. I think from there, 
all of the rest of the conspiracy, the rest of the, you know, the secret handshakes and the trains full of gold bullion and the ties to the assassination of Lincoln and Jesse James. I think it's all bullshit. I don't think any of that actually happened. I think you dumb bastard. You say that every time. Uh, I, it never gets older. Uh, it's true. When, <laughs> I, I just I think that uh, I think the 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 best way for people who have lost power to try to keep that power going is to make up fake stories to, to talk s- about their to, lost to, power to, to say that they have power that they don't. And I I, I, I think that's what happened mm-hmm. here. And I don't want to, I don't know if now is the right point to challenge you or it's if I not. should have done it. <laughs> so Thanks. what are your thoughts? <laughs> and I don't know if I should have done this like 30 minutes ago, but I mean, like Brigadier General Albert Pike is one of two Confederates, like the one of two people that sided with the Confederacy to have a statue in Washington, D.C. He's one of, he's the only one that is, that has a statue on the National Registrar of Historic Statues for the Civil War. Mm-hmm. This isn't just some. This it's not isn't some you, you know, Yahoo. It's, yeah, this it's isn't just name. some like this. This isn't just some guy. This isn't just some secessionist that you know wanted to you know. Oh yes, owning slaves are cool, which is a clip I'm sure will be cut yeah, up later in my say, life. There's our there's our well, sound drop. You you know what to do. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh yes, owning slaves are cool. Oh, 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 oh yes, yeah. owning slaves, slaves are cool. cool. Perfect. I am never getting a new job ever <laughs> ever again. Great. <laughs> but he, he's not just some guy that sided with the confederacy it it looks like and at least from what i can tell it looks like there was enough of an of a uh political infiltration of this organization that it was more than just great job hey look at the cool things we did and just and just making a bullshit for the next 45 minutes while you're entertaining your grandkids or something like right. that just because he uh, had an affiliation with the Knights of the Golden Circle when they existed and then went on to do things for the Confederacy doesn't then mean that the Knights of the Golden Circle went on to have that secret super club with special handshakes and trains full of gold right. bullion. Like A plus B doesn't necessarily equal X. Right. But <laughs> with, he, with a remainder, I got lost there. I'm not, I'm not good with numbers. Right. But. I feel I, I'm not saying that um, just because he has a statue means he's important. I'm saying that um, it gives more credence to what he said. I'm I'm saying that uh, the fact that he has a statue in Washington, D.C. lends credence to the the idea that there is some sort of or that there at one point was some sort of faction of people that were sympathizers of the Knights of the Golden Circle or members of the Knights of the Golden Circle that wanted to push for one of two confederates to have a statue mm-hmm. and it's this random guy that was a huge part of that organization it's one of those things where unfortunately unless something is found like this this mm-hmm. tr- you know car truckload trainload this trainload of bullion and all this or stuff trucks. with you know the stamped k you know knights kgc knights of the golden circle We'll never really know for sure because mm-hmm. so much is lost to the ether, gone, unless we find that, you know, it, sh- people wrote shit down. And it's not to say that 100 years from now, something might come out and we start drawing these, connecting these dots and mm-hmm. drawing these conclusions. Right now, the problem is we just don't know because um, it is all conjecture, just like everything we talk about in this show. So <laughs> that's why it was perfect for us. But it was a fun topic. No, it was. And it, it's it's one of those things where, like, you can't say no to this or yes. Like, it's one of those things, like, um, it's a hard one to to discredit because it's very believable well, that what this we're would talk- have happened. But, I mean, obviously, what we've all said is obviously they existed. Like, no one's saying that they didn't. No, it's I, a question I'm just of, talking about how far it went. Right. It's a question of we when, don't know. It, when they went away. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm saying that they just kind of faded into the rest of the South and, and that, that was that. And, and, and he's putting forward another point. I'm just saying, like, we don't. And the question is, where did he get his opinion? And I think we all know the answer. Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Say I was just going to go with alternative facts, but I mean, if you want to give me divine intervention here, then that's great. So, you know what? Hysteria Nation, which one of these two yahoos is, is right? Is it is it Ryan who who 
is a uh, a sympathizer with um, the Ku Klux Klan and things like that, and begs podcasts to talk about racial stuff like that, or is it John? He's he's never going to listen to us again. <laughs> or is it John? He's like, nah, nah. They were just making shit up. Or is it me who who said for shame on all of them and and he took the high middle ground? Yeah, <laughs> high middle. That's a really good way to put it. Let us know, and where can they let us know? Hysteria Nation. Jump on Facebook. Search Hysteria Nation or just go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. That's where you can find all of our new episodes, discussions there. Twitter at Hysteria51pod. But here's a big one. You can give us a voicemail. 773-669-7277. 773-669-7277. And Brent, I don't know if there was a full moon or a blood moon or what the hell was going on, but we have a bunch of voicemails. Uh, we got five new ones. We're not going to play them all. We're going to play two of them. Let's do it. But we got five. You know what? That Friday the 13th just really set some people off. First one, Colt Whitmore, a very active member and the host, the Colt Whitmore Show. What is happening? I just uh, thought it'd be a fitting day to call in on this Friday the 13th and shout out to you guys. And yeah, I'm just so excited right now. I don't know. Can't contain it. But no, I just want to say you guys are doing phenomenal. I actually put you guys ahead of my Joe Rogan podcast. So that takes some skill. But Definitely appreciate you guys. You guys are hysterical. The topics are amazing. And you got a funny robot. But keep it up. Congratulations on the success and the growth that I've seen you guys having. Oh, by the way, this is Colt. Probably should have started off with that. But, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I just want to call because it's Friday the 13th. And you guys are awesome. And Conspiracy Bot. Let's get you a girlfriend. I think it would solve a lot of your problems. But, yeah, that's it. Okay. No, just kidding. One more thing. Happy Friday the 13th. All right, now, um, I'm, nope. Okay, now. Yep, bye. Yeah, I thought it was over like four or five times. Ready for it to end, kind of like, I'm sure, his girlfriend. Just, are you, are you done? Is it? Uh, well, in his defense, that's probably the way people felt about this episode. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Ryan, in your defense, that is how most people feel about all episodes of this show. Oh, okay. Thanks. I feel Eli. better now. <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm actually really excited with this episode because one of them that actually we couldn't go like, no, that's not true. Why? Because the earth's not fucking flat or something <laughs> like that. You know, <laughs> like that's why. And uh, where, where, where is the train of gold bullion under the turtle? And it's turtles all the way down. So it's fine. It's it's down there somewhere. We have a what really kind of train was it? Would you like to ride the bone train? We got one more voicemail. And this one is really, really sweet. I got a I got a message the other day from a buddy of mine. And he goes, my daughter just found out about Bigfoot. And she wants to talk to Bigfoot. Like you talk to Santa. He's like, honey, you d that's not how it works. She's like, but I want to I want to talk to Bigfoot. And he's like, you know what? I know a couple guys. Maybe they can put you in touch with them. So this is a little Elena Nichols calling us to talk to Bigfoot. Hi, Bigfoot. I kind of like you. <laughs> that is actually way too cute and charming and to nice. have anything to do with this show. Yeah, and and I reserve all jokes. Uh, that was just really cute. No, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm, I don't, yeah. I don't know how to act when nice things happen. I won't do a Bigfoot impression. All right. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so don't forget all those links we gave you, the phone number, everything. You can find all that on our social media. If you forget any of this, just go to hysteria51.com. And they got some homework. What's that homework, John? You have two pieces of homework. One, tell a friend about the show. Go check it out. Hop on Apple Podcasts, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. Download the show. Subscribe. Number two, leave us a rating and write a little review. It's got to be five stars, but you can say whatever you'd like. That's true. That is true. You can say whatever you like. Speaking of saying whatever you like, Ryan, thank you so much for A, doing our job for us and coming up with a topic. <laughs> B, came in with research 
including shit that's highlighted. I don't know what it says. We didn't let him say it, but it's highlighted. So he had delusions of grandeur. Interesting. No. It was mostly stuff about uh, Brigadier General Albert Pike. <laughs> Interesting that we're almost 60 episodes into this podcast and the topic, the contest winner uh, has already done more research than the robot you built. <laughs> Facts are fun. It's true. That, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Can't argue. So, Ryan, you know, you, you got a little A behind the scenes. You got to meet Seabot. You uh, got to meet producer Lisa. Was it everything you thought it could be? It was it was it was everything I thought it could be and more <laughs> and um, less and <laughs> less. <laughs> no, let's uh, be honest. It worked out really. There were more pinchers than I thought there would be. It worked out really great because I was worried that we were going to have to not worried, but we said, hey, you know, we'll have whoever on through Skype. Then I'm like, oh, man, I hope they have a microphone or we'll have to call them and stuff. And you're like, you were in Chicago. I'm like, well, shits, come on out. Come <laughs> yeah. on out. This is a lot better than using like a little skull candy microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could you guys hear me? Uh, I'm really happy to be on the show, and I want to talk about. Uh, do you guys you like you slavery? I'm really into slavery. I think Ryan and I into slavery. That's what I was expecting, and it was just like that. But you sound better. Hey, um, yeah. <laughs> why? Why on the I outline? Seabot finished the outline. Why on the outline does it say second part of the show with mics off? What is he talking? What What does that even mean, Seabot? Just editing notes. Pay no mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All so right. that, this, that, that actually means you can say whatever racist shit you want right now, and nobody's ever going to hear it. So go right oh, ahead. I'm, I'm very racist towards the Inuit people. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Ryan. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.